Hey, y'all, this is Teroy Jackson, man, the creator of Thoughts of an Average Show podcast, also the founder, the CEO of Average Show Media LLC, and the creator of the Average Show Media Network podcast. And you're now listening to the Chronicles of Divine Destiny. All right, y'all, tap in. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Chronicles of Divine Destiny. It has been a good week, weekend for me. My mom came into town. We celebrated Mother's Day. We went to church together, came home. I cooked some crabs. We had Popeye's chicken. We took pictures. Um, It was just so much fun. It's definitely something that I needed. Um, Holidays are very hard for me especially ones like Mother's Day because of the passing of my grandmother. Um, Definitely leading up to Mother's Day, I was just not really getting a lot of sleep. I have my moments where, you know, it's hard. And I know leading up to it is just, it is my mind just be on 1,000. And um, so, yeah, but having my mom here really helped um, helped us both because she missed her mother just as well as I miss my grandmother. And, um, so it was fun. We really made some memories and, um, more memories and just connecting. And it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> so I'm just so glad that you guys decided to come back and tune in to me every week. I want to give a shout out to all my listeners and, um, my fans. <laughs> That's so funny to hear me say that, but yeah, my fans. And I'm just realizing I have a lot of you who are listening to me in different countries and that is great. So I want to say hi to you all too. Too many to name at the moment, but shout out to Canada. <laughs> it's one. Um, Yeah. One of my boos out there. She don't have her podcast anymore. Once broken. And um, podcast, but yeah, I know. Shout out to you. I have a feeling you out there spreading the love for me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, um, this week is um, a story time. Um, what is bringing up this story for me is just um, everybody right now is talking about Portia Williams. <laughs> And um, reality TV star of Housewives of Atlanta. Um, I catch it every now and then because it's kind of been dry. But baby, this right here has definitely brought the uh, show back to the top. Just with all the, you know, the drama with Portia and whatnot. Um, she's dating. Well, she's engaged to a pre uh, friends a friend of hers, or ex friend of hers ex-husband who's just recently divorced in January and three months later they are well not three months later but they're together and engaged to be married which is very weird but um <laughs> it brought on brought on to me to want to have a uh to speak on this topic of um because her fiance is African it just in my brain just bring up like just old memories of this African guy that I was dating and, um, yeah, just, I know that sometimes when you just have a lot of bad relationships, I can speak for myself, but as you know, on the journey that you all have been with me, you know, my relationships suck 
And I can honestly say I've never had a good relationship. I can't. I've had good moments, but I've never had like a good man that I just messed over. Well, you know what? Yes, I do. It's only one guy that I I messed over. But I have to talk about that on another um episode, not on this one. <laughs> but um yeah, so um during a period of time, um I was in a place where I said, okay, I'm open to probably dating outside of my race. Um, being it white or um, you know, white, Hispanic or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I could be into dating um, within my race, but just, you know, from a different country. <laughs> so, um... What really brought that on, I was watching Fat Girls, and if you all seen that movie, you know Monique is has a whirlwind relationship with an African guy who accepts her, who loves her body, who love her for her, you know, and it's kind of hard for the big girls. Even though now we're a little bit more respected and accepted, still not fully. So it felt good to watch a movie where a black woman, a plus size black woman was loved on for herself. And this guy loved her for her. It didn't matter the size or whatever, you know? So I took a chance of dating this guy named Nuri Dean from Ghana. We met online. Um, it was a long distance relationship. <laughs> yeah, another one of those. But it was cool. We had really good conversation with each other. We FaceTime all the time. We talked on the phone, like just little giddy things. Like, you know how it is when you first start talking, things are just fun and whatnot. And, you know, it was starting to get a little bit serious to the point where, you know, I'm open to meeting him and he's open to meeting me. So um, as it gets close to this, um, <laughs> I get like a, a, a message from one of his friends on Facebook and, um, I have been got the message, but I didn't see it until probably like a month or two later because during this time, this is probably like six or seven years ago that this happened during this time. Um, if you don't like log in onto your laptop or whatever, you couldn't see those messages. So I get a message from his friend. And he was like, hey, what's up? You know, is it okay if I message you? And I'm like, sure, you know, I don't think nothing of it because you my boo friend, like you his homie or whatever. So I'm not thinking nothing of it. I've talked to you, I'll FaceTime with you as well. So I'm thinking it's cool. So we talking, you know, just saying, hey, hello, talking about our favorite gospel groups and um, how he's, you know, just a Christian and we just talking about Jesus and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm not thinking of to never, no, nothing never because it's harmless conversation. And then one night he messaged me and he's like, um, can I, I need to tell you something. So I'm like, okay. So now I'm a little worried because I'm thinking it's probably something about Nuri Dean, which it was. He was like, but what I tell you, you can't tell him. So when he says that, the first thing that comes to my mind is that this man trying to holler at me, which is true, but just not yet. <laughs> well, I'll get to that part. And 
I was like, well, of course I'm not going to tell him. So, of course I'm going to say that because I want to know. So, he's like, well, Nori Dean has been talking to another woman. He's cheating on you right now. This woman's name is Cynthia. And she's a teacher here. And he's there on going on dates. They have been out. She's spending money on him. They're meeting up, you know, having a little rendezvous or whatever. And I was like, kind of like, well, when they have time to do this? Because me and him is always on the phone. So I'm like, dang, like when they got time to be hooking up? So he was like, um, I got pictures. So I was like, okay, send me the pictures. Because now that's my proof. Because right now I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't know. Because I don't really know him. So, of course, he sends me the pictures and my heart, heart just, like, dropped. I was so livid, like, so livid. I see pictures of them kissing, videos of them outside playing basketball together. Like, it was just a lot. And it was it was annoying because I was emotionally invested. Um, I will add, too, um, there were... Some red flags in the relationship that I decided to look over. Why? Because me being who I am, I wanted what I wanted. <laughs> and um, one thing, if you all know, you follow me, you know that I am a believer. I follow Jesus. And, you know, it, in the Bible, it talks about being unequally yoked with um, people in relationships, in friendships, any type of relationship, just being unequally yoked. And me and Nori Dean was definitely that. Nori Dean was Muslim. Um, I choose to look over that because he said that he would convert to Christianity for me, which I later found out, which was never going to happen. But we'll get to that part. <laughs> um, you know, first of all, I will just share, and I'm not trying to be spooky or you know i know some people that listen to me are not you know christians or followers of the way or whatever but i just want to share my experience of a time that i really heard god like warn me in a relationship um so me and nori dean used to have bible study we used to pray with each other a lot um he even like try to listen to christian music and i know he was trying to do that to persuade me or whatnot and um I always would pray for us and he used to want to pray for me and I would never want him, let him pray. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I don't pray like you. I pray, you know, I end my prayers in Jesus name. And if you're going to pray, you have to say that. And he was like, okay, that's fine. So he was praying and so far the prayer, you know, sounds good and normal. And in the midst of me praying, I hear a voice says he's not praying to me. And when I heard that voice, <laughs> I opened my eyes so fast. Oops. Oh, my God. Um, I hit my dang old toe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I opened my eyes so fast. And I was like, oh, my God. God is, like, really trying to tell me something here. Like, oh, my God. So, I didn't say anything to him in the midst of my prayer. And, and of him praying for me, like, yo you know, you need to stop or whatever. I just never let him pray for me anymore because why? I'm compromising. I want this person. I want it to work. So anywho, let's get back to my story. <laughs> so after the, of God revealing himself to me, um, 
I confront Nori Dean with my evidence. And the evidence was my pictures. I'm the type of person when I'm to that point, it's no talking to me. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to talk to the point that um, for you to lie to me about anything. Because I feel like if I confront him, he's going to lie. He's going to tell me it's not true or whatever. Even with the pictures, because you know how y'all dudes be doing, even when you get caught. But anyway, so right after that, I ain't give him a chance to respond to me. I blocked him on my phone. I blocked the social media. I blocked him on the dating app. I blocked all of that stuff just so he could not reach me. But he was still trying to reach me. This man had other people reaching out to me, his aunt, his sister, all kinds of people trying to reach out to me so he could talk to me. So after a month or so, I decided to um, talk to him again. And, you know, I was just, I was at a point where I'm like, okay, I'll at least give him a chance to talk. Because, you know, I don't know, them pictures really could have been, oh, I'm just still trying to see the good in the situation. Now, mind you, I feel like I've already had two signs that I don't need to deal with him. But, you know, I want what I want. (laughs) Yeah. So I let him talk and he was honest with me, which I was happy about. To an extent, he was honest because he told me that he told the teacher about me which I couldn't find out later was not true, but I'll get into our conversation of talking. Um, um, he apologized like profusely, like so much that it was annoying, but I let him get it out. And he was just so livid. Cause he was like, I know who told you. And, but I would never, even still <laughs> would not give up Pascal would not give, give him up and that you know because i'm like you know what he didn't have to do that um he didn't have to reach out to me to let me know that you foul and was like pretty much using me or whatever and so he confronts him on facetime and they literally like about to fight because he told me what he was doing and he was like oh you're supposed to be my brother you snitching on me you know basically mad at him and pascal was like i didn't tell her i didn't tell her he was like well how does she know it was like a bunch of back and forth it was just a lot i've never seen like african men like argue and get into it but that was very kind of strange to see <laughs> see the exchange so you know after that me and him just stopped talking but i still was friends with pascal so we still would message every now and then not every day but you like i said we shared our love for Jesus and stuff like that. So I didn't mind talking to him. So one day he was like, can I ask you something? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> I'm not thinking nothing of it. He's like, well, now that you're no longer with Nori Dean and you're in a place where you're happy and I, you know, I know that you're good. What do you think about me and you being together? And I was like, to be honest, He's not my type, like, at all. Nowhere near my type. Nothing. <laughs> so that didn't even cross my mind even a little bit. I just really enjoyed our friendship. So I told him, I was like, hey, you know, you're just not my type. I said, I'm not trying to be mean or rude. Um, I don't do that. You and Nordine was ver- was very close, and I just don't see me, you know, being with you in that way. Blah, 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 whoop-de-woo. 
And this man, (laughs) this man gets so angry at me. He cusses me out. Cuss me out because I don't want to be with him. He said that I'd rather be with men that cheat on me than someone that's a godly man that's available and that really cares about me and wants to be with me. Like, cuss me all kinds of, like, he said that plus some other cuss words that I'm not going to repeat. But it was a lot. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not talking to you no more. I blocked him on everything. So I thought. So this man will create a different page like every week to contact me to say something to me like he found me on uh he found me on uh twitter facebook instagram oh what is that other uh video chat thing i cannot think of what it is right now he found me on that leaving me messages and even recently of last year this man found an email i don't know how it was possible for him to find my Gmail email, but he found that account and sent me a message saying he wanted to be the first person to tell me Happy New Year. And how new was him? Because and he never he's not even smart. He says the name is Pascal. Like he keeps the name Pascal all the time on stuff. And I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time um we were talking. And I saw my picture on, on the messenger on Facebook. And I saw my picture as his profile picture. And and that should have dawned on me too. But, you know, I just kind of laughed it off. So <laughs> I said something to him. He said, oh, that wasn't me. And then he said it was some family member of his. But it was a lie. It looked just like me and what I wear and all that stuff. So, yes, that's like was crazy the whole situation so basically that man pascal stalked me every year and to add this man created a facebook account and friended all of my friends and family and sent them a message and (laughs) asked them to persuade me to be with him like he had like this long message in the inbox i had at least five people even my best friend was like who is this guy it was so weird. I'm like, yo, I this dude was like really stalking me. Like, seriously, really stalking me. So then later on, I get a, a message on my Facebook from the teacher. And she's asking me about Nori Dean and what is my relationship with him. And I explained to her when me and him started talking. So basically, he had been talking to me and her he met me first and then met her the next week and um he's been at the whole time he's been talking to us both (laughs) the whole time and you know she said that she felt hurt and what's was so crazy she also was a a believer a christian woman too because she was saying things like the holy spirit was uh, revealing things to her and she just really didn't know and you know she's happy to talk to me and all that but that was a bunch of whoopla because basically after she after that whole incident, I don't know what they talked about or what have you, but um they end up getting back together. Um so I'll say probably like two years ago, he messaged me on uh, uh, Facebook 
And I saw the message and I was like, hey, like, hey, what's up? He was like, hey, you know, can I call you? And I was like, sure. I know y'all thinking I'm being down, but I was, I'm at this time, I'm in a place where you just can't, you know, I give you limited access to me. <laughs> I wasn't trying to go back there. I learned definitely from that situation. So I was not trying to go back. So we talked and he apologized to me, which I appreciated. And um, he told me, we caught up a little bit. He told me how things were going with him. And he's now married to the teacher and they're living in Texas. And he has a, um, he works as a correctional officer the last time I talked to him, but he still wanted to meet me. He still, when he's, I just don't feel right not being able to find, you know, to finally meet you because we talked and we connected and we had our moments. And I was just like, you know, I was not open to that at all. I'm like, look, you, everything is looking up for you. You got your wife, you, you know, you living it up. Y'all got y'all stuff going on in Texas. And he was like, but you could call me whenever you want. You know, we can talk. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Like your wife don't know about me or any situation like that. So I didn't want to further that situation. So I haven't talked to him since then. And that's fine with me. Like a little bit after that. Um, I think the pandemic happened. I don't know, but it was a while. I can't remember, but yeah, I can honestly say that, um, it did not turn out what I wanted the way I wanted it, of course. <laughs> and I, we have to be careful about these movies and things that we watch and fantasize over and these relationships that we think are for us. And maybe for Monique in that movie, that was for that character, but it did not happen for me. Um, that's just was not what God had planned for me to find my African king who <laughs> was going to love me unconditionally and everything about me that's just wasn't my thing and I've noticed like movies growing up I have fantasized of having relationships like the love Jones like my favorite love movie ever is the notebook like who doesn't want to know her like Noah love what's her name I can't think of her name <laughs> but like Noah was in love with old girl so yeah that is just what I have on that. And I, that whole Portia situation, I feel, I don't feel sorry for her because for one, you don't be messing with your friend X, that's girl code. She done crossed some lines there. You don't do that. But I know the history of these rich, overly rich millionaire Nigerian men. Trust me, she not the only one that he dealing with. That's nothing. And you know, she, he probably got all kinds of wives and kids back home in Nigeria and probably in America too. So who knows? I'm just thinking, I'm just waiting on the, the outcome of this whole situation, just like the rest of us. But uh, that's just a little bit of my uh, ratchet side. <laughs> Ready for the drama. But anywho, that was, that's it for my story time. And I just hope that you all enjoy this week's episode. And I will see you guys next week. I'd...
Let's get torn apart. 